All right, this is First Touch Football. We're here of another episode of Amateur Spotlight with Thomas Gardner. Thomas, thank you for joining us, man. Thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. So Thomas is fresh off a, a draft pick, fresh draft pick actually from UBC, drafted to Pacific FC in the CPL. Um, Thomas, first off, congratulations. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. No problem, no I'm problem. excited to start in the CPL. So yeah. We'll it, see how it goes. It's awesome, it's awesome. We'll talk a, a lot about that. You actually have a little bit of pro experience already playing in the USL. But, Thomas, for our listeners who might not know who you are, why don't you tell them about yourself. We'll talk about your fa- your position on the field, um, who your favorite pro team is, where you're from, and, yeah, where you're currently playing. All right. I'm from North Vancouver. Um, that's in B.C., Nice. And I play in the midfield, so, and really anywhere in the mid, not particularly a holding or like defending player or an attacking mid. Uh, probably my favorite position is the number eight, so the box to box. And my favorite club team, don't particularly have one. I do like watching the Premier League, so if any like games are on there, I'll just watch them. Okay, nice, nice. And um, who's your biggest inspiration on the field? So someone that you would say you kind of model your game after, someone who you like to play like, who's someone that you like to watch? <laughs> That's a tough one, too. Yeah. I like to watch like uh, the best players, like Messi and stuff. But um, model my play after, that's a tough one because it changes. Like A lot of players go in and out of form. Okay. So I'm, not, I'm not too sure. I do like uh, Iniesta. That's that's probably my all-time favorite player, though. Nice, nice. And would you consider yourself more of a box-to-box? Are you an attacking mid, D mid? What what would you? What's your favorite position to play? I do like uh, the box-to-box. Box-to-box. I think box. that's my best position. So, nice. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And um, so yeah, we'll get into it now. So. Who's someone that you look up to? Maybe a role model, a family friend, or someone that um, you just get your guidance from? Uh, definitely my dad. He's You'd... been uh, coaching me since I was like three years old. That's when I started playing soccer. Nice. He's when he got me into it. Yeah, he's definitely my inspiration for playing. That's awesome. That's awesome. And we'll get into your youth career now. So you said you're from North Vancouver. Where did you grow up playing? What club teams were you a part of before we get into the stuff that more people know about? Okay, um, I was part of the Lynn Valley Soccer Association for, oh, was until I was like 12 or something. Okay. And my dad was my coach throughout the whole thing. Nice. And then we moved on to Selects, and then he moved on to assistant coach. And I was playing there for just about a year. And mm-hmm. then it moved into NSPPP, which was a metro program. Okay. And after that, oh, actually, it was when I was nine, I started playing with uh, my Caps Prospects. Nice. So it was just, it was just like a summer um, summer team at that point. Okay. It wasn't anything like, uh wasn't set up, right? It wasn't like a huge um, youth program or anything. It was like a small team. There's like two age groups. Gotcha. Part, I moved up to the 97 age group, and then I played with White Caps until what, last year. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. So, yeah. what was um what was that whole process like? How was it like playing youth soccer in Vancouver? Did you ever play on the provincial teams? And how was it how was it like growing up? Oh yeah, I played on the provincial team for a year with uh, quite a few of my buddies that were on the Whitecaps. Okay. And uh, it was it was really fun. It was like really good quality. But at that point in time, I think uh, Whitecaps like even like it wasn't the residency program, but it was still like the highest level of soccer that you could get. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, who were some of those teammates? If you if you want to sh- if you don't mind sharing. Um, at the very start, 
It was Liam Fraser, David Norman, and Matteo Polisi. Okay, I know nice. you had the Polisi's on, and Marcello was there as well. Yeah, like, yeah nice, the, nice. Uh, in that prospects program, so that was pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a pretty that strong good. group when you look at it now. Last, or this summer at the TSS, which was fun. That's crazy. That's a pretty strong group when you look at it now. Wow. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So when you joined up with the Whitecaps, um, how did that process go? So were you guys selected from this team that you were playing on or did someone come and contact you? How did you get into the academy side of things? So like into prospects? Like, oh, no, like into Whitecaps. Okay. That, uh, White Caps are hosting. Okay, nice. And it wasn't even part of their prospects program. It was literally just a summer camp. But the uh, the head coach for the prospects, Bart Chauffeur, um, he pulled me aside and he uh, told me to come out and train with the prospects team. Okay, nice, nice, nice. So then you go out with the prospects. And how was that like? How was it? Was it more intense training than what you were getting on the youth level? Or what, what, how did you feel out there? Oh, yeah, it was way more intense. Uh, <laughs> all players that were uh, well, right around my level or ability of soccer. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a big change, I think, yeah. Definitely, definitely. And um, so when you're playing youth soccer, how far was it away when you were training? Um, were you still living at home? Were you on residency when you did move over to the Whitecaps? How did that whole situation play about? Well, it was just in Burnaby, so it was only a, a short drive, like about half an hour to uh, SFU. Okay, nice. So yeah, I wasn't going anywhere too far. Okay, nice, nice, nice. And um, so when you were there, how was it, the environment, and we're talking Whitecaps now, just the whole environment, what were some things that you were getting there that you weren't getting before in terms of like the perks and the benefits and things of that nature? Um, I think the biggest benefit is... Uh, Everyone there wants to like get better. The compete level is a lot higher than anywhere else I was playing. Okay. So when you're competing against guys that all want the same thing, you're going to get better. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. And then you eventually, with the Whitecaps, and start playing on Whitecaps too um, in the USL. What was that like? Um, you guys had a pretty great season, a good playoff run one of those years. What was it like mm-hmm. playing in the USL? Um, USL's... Uh, it's hard to explain. There's, there's a big change again. It's you're you're playing against like youth players, and then you jump to playing against like fully grown men who are <laughs> uh, like maybe ten years older than you, right? Of course. But you can't let you really can't let that uh, get to you because um, you start thinking too much, and then you get off your game. But if you just play and like you have to adapt, right? I think yeah. it's uh, more of a mental thing too. Like obviously, like physically, the guys are going to be bigger and stronger. But if you learn how to play without that. And then you keep on building on that, you're just going to get better. Definitely, definitely. And that, that's a great show. We have a lot of young listeners that do tune into the podcast. So that's a great piece of advice for them. Um, so what was the what was the coach's philosophy when you go into these games against guys that are 30, 35, and you're barely, you're barely 16 yet? Well, probably 16 plus at the time. But um, what's the mentality? What is the coach saying to you? Is it a, is it a winning culture? Is it, what, what are you guys doing out there? Obviously, winning's uh, like everyone says. Oh, like winning or like it's not the most important thing. It's about development and stuff. But yeah. of course, winning is a huge part of it. It always is. It'll, that's why you play. Definitely. Right? To win, it's fun. Um, the coaches they obviously want to win, but um, in the at the end of the day, they know that it's more developmental, especially for the younger players. Definitely. So they kind of know that 
you're probably not going to be winning every single game. Of course. But um, especially in that first or sorry, I played in my first year. I only played like the last three games. Yeah. That second year was the good run. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really think I thought the coach expected much of me, and I think that's when I I played my best. I don't I don't know why. Okay. But, um, yeah, there wasn't too much uh, like talk or like pressure from him mm-hmm. for me to do things, and I think I that's why I played my best. Definitely. Or I played well then. Definitely, definitely, and you, you had, I read some articles and stuff like that, the year was, the year was impressive in itself, um, you guys making a big run in the U, with younger players in the USL, which is just amazing when you look, when you think about it now, what was the team's mindset when you guys were doing this, like, was it hitting you guys at the time, or is it just like soccer at that point? I think it was just soccer, like, yeah? even in the first game, like, I had no idea what, what to expect, right? Even though I played the first three games, because there's such a big change in the roster, mm-hmm. it's like, like brand new roster almost. Of course. But um, I don't know. We just played, and it, <laughs> it felt good, and we won almost. What we on a big win streak, and then kind of rough in the middle. But then at the end again, we were uh, we were playing really well. But no, honestly, it didn't really uh, didn't really hit us until the end of how well we were doing. Definitely, and. What's it like amongst your your friend group? So guys you would go to high school with and guys you would just talk to on a regular basis. Like on weekends, they're probably going out to maybe a party or something like that. And then you're going to, who knows, Seattle Sounders for a USL game, yeah. like their training grounds. What's it like dealing with your dealing with your regular, well, I'm calling them regular friends, but your friends um, during that time period? Um, at one point, I was like, I was pretty... I don't know, down because I wouldn't be able to do like go and like go to parties or like hang out with them in the summers and stuff. But uh, in the end, I think the experiences I've had with soccer like completely outweigh that. Definitely. So like, <laughs> yeah, there's no comparison there. I'd you, play soccer again if I if I could do it all over again. If you could do it again, definitely. That's awesome. That's awesome. And um, so we'll talk about now. So. Vancouver Whitecaps to the team actually ends up folding or whatever the case may be. Can you talk about exactly what happened? Was it just a change in the organization just wanted to go a different way or why did they why did they cease the program? Um I'm pretty sure there's a lot of like factors that go into it, like financially or whatever as well. Gotcha. But um I don't I don't think they let us know everything, but um it I don't think it was a bad choice to move down to Fresno and have an affiliation with the with the team. Definitely. And so when they do decide to go to Fresno, were were you invited to Fresno? Were you looking to go to Fresno or what was what was the plans moving forward in your eyes? Yeah, um I was invited to go down to Fresno and play there, like with um Matthew Baldismo and yep. Darren Campbell and Sean Melvin and those and Overhove and those guys. But um, I decided it wasn't the right thing for me. I didn't really want to spend another year in the USL, especially, like, because, uh, I I don't really know. I didn't think it would have been beneficial for me. Gotcha. So I thought going to school was a good choice. Gotcha, and it it turned out to be a really good choice. We'll get into your your rookie year, but... um... So when you decided to go to school, was it UBC and that was it? Were you looking at any other schools? I know we briefly just talked about Simon Fraser. Were there any other schools that you were looking at in Canada or even in the States? Uh, UBC was pretty much it. Even um, after like we knew the team was full and we were still training, yep. I had already like talked to UBC before. And UBC and uh, Whitecaps have like a 
they have a decent relationship with uh, players going in and out. Nice. So, yeah, I, yeah, it's pretty much just UBC. That's awesome. And if it, if you could just elaborate a little bit, why why was it UBC? What was the what was the draw? Uh, close to home. It's like an unreal school academically. Like it's pretty widely known. And I knew a bunch of guys on the team pretty much. And uh, well, I I talked to the coach before, and I uh, I liked them so yeah. Awesome, awesome. And what do you what were or I'm still there, but what are you studying at UBC? I'm actually in arts right now, but I'm trying to transfer into computer science. Nice, man. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's cool. good stuff, good stuff. So, went over to UBC, told Whitecaps basically you won't be going to Fresno. So, you played a, played last season in the summer with TSS. Um, how was that experience? How was that relationship? And what, well, we'll get into the first part of it. What made you choose TSS? Um, well, TSS was honestly super fun i loved it uh got to see like a ton of the guys that i played with through the years yeah like the policies and um previous white camp guys like the graph and and i have a few new faces like um eric Edwards and stuff from port like because he went to portland never uh, really played with them growing up but no it was awesome i really enjoyed it the level like the competition level like it's all there it's all there it was a lot higher than um i thought it would be and i really enjoyed it that's awesome. And um, what kind? So was it the guys that were already there that kind of said, you know what, let me go make this jump, or was it something like close to home, or what was that? What was that last thing that made you go over there? Um, yeah, it was close to home. I had uh, talked to Colin and Will previously, like um, I think it was during winter yeah. about playing, and uh, also the head coach for UBC, Mike. Uh, he suggested me playing for uh, TSS as well and it turned out to be a good decision that's awesome that's awesome and yeah TSS you guys had a a star-studded team a lot of talent on that team just talk about like the day-to-day was it training every day how did how did the how did the team function I was training like a couple of a few times a week and okay then we had like our games on the weekends I think that was that was perfect obviously like all the guys have like jobs and mm-hmm. other stuff they want to do during the summer as well, but we still get a lot of soccer in, so I, I think it was a good job. Definitely. And how would you rate the level? So compared, you just came off a USL season, uh, didn't even play a U Sport game yet, but now that you can reflect back on all three, um, what would you say are differences between all of them and then similarities? Yeah, I think the biggest difference between like every level of play is just the speed of play. So okay. I think USL had the quickest speed of play, and then TSR, the PDL, and then uh, U Sports. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. That makes yeah, sense. But like um, compete level, everyone like everyone's fighting. Like everyone's working as hard as they can in each uh, each of these levels. That's awesome. That's awesome. And um, so then you go into UBC. So you transition into UBC and have a dynamite first year well i have some stats here so i think it's six goals on the year um a ton of assists uh can west player of the year and rookie of the year and first team u sports all all in your hometown so let's just talk about the year thomas and did you know it was going to be something along these lines did you like what, what was going through your head during the whole season not, I had no, I, I had no idea. Like, I didn't even know about the awards at the end of the year. <laughs> so, like, I think um, the first one when I got Canada West, like, Rookie of the Year, yeah. um, 
one of the guys on my team told me about it. That's and then hilarious. I saw something on like Twitter or whatever. <laughs> but I actually had no idea about the um any of the awards. That's just playing. That is that is funny. So the communication wasn't given to you beforehand, which is hilarious. Nope. Um, but how well, was the season? Yeah. <laughs> how was the season? So day to day, you're on the UBC team. You guys, um, you go through your preseason, then you're getting into games. Um, how did you just feel like you were playing? Did did you feel like you were you're competing at like a a high level, or was it just something like you know what I've played in the USL? This may be a like you said a little bit slower of pace. I can do some things in here that I. I wouldn't normally do when I'm playing in when I was playing before. Yeah, so I think I think it's actually good for me playing like in this league because it allows me to like take more control of the game, which I I think I need to work on. Nice. And um, so I kind of tried to do that more, like be more involved, be like the the general, right? Especially gotcha. In the midfield, you're most like you're kind of able to do that. Definitely. And um, I don't know. During the season, I didn't really feel like. Like outstand, like I was an outstanding player, like Canada was rookie of the year and stuff. I think, um, I think there's a lot more to give that I have, right? Yeah. But um, nonetheless, I'm really honored to receive all those awards. That's great, man. That's great. Really humble, and we could already tell by tell by how you're answering these questions and stuff like that. Um, but one place you're not humble is is your free kicks. So where did this oh, dead yeah. ball specialist come from? I've seen I've seen something. You could probably make a highlight reel out of all the goals this year. But um, where where did you learn the technique? Were you taking them at Whitecaps two TSS? Like where where did you learn this from? No, so I learned it uh, when I was playing Whitecaps. I think it was recently. Okay. And um, so before training, or like I kind of saw like some videos on YouTube, and like, or in, and I just tried different techniques really. Yeah. When I was hitting the ball, and uh, before training, we would uh, for like 15 minutes, we just like me and my buddies, we just hit the ball like that to each other, nice. like control it and then hit it back. And I got really good at it then, but I still wasn't taking any free kicks because I was, I think I was the young, I think I was two years younger than most of the guys on the team, so all the older players are gonna take a free kick. Gotcha. And then uh, I think I injured myself doing it. To be honest, like it's a really awkward thing to do. You yeah. like open up your uh, open up your hip, and it stresses the groin a lot. Gotcha. So I, I think I got hurt from that eventually, and then I stopped doing it completely. And then um, this year, I kind of picked it up again, and it, it, it worked. Awesome, awesome. Well, hopefully you don't hopefully you don't do anything to your groin going forward. Yeah. Um, but so, what is the technique? Are you hitting it with the laces? Are you curving it with the inside of your foot? What is your what is your technique when you're going up to strike the ball? Um, so only one goal this year I hit, like, with the, uh, like, a curl shot. Okay. But, um, with all the others, I kind of hit it, like, straight on. Okay. It's, like, what's kind of the inside of your foot, and you hit it straight on, so you knuckle it. Yep. So the, the keeper's got no chance. The keeper's got no chance. That's awesome. That is, that's awesome. So we'll talk about a little bit more about UBC before we get into some other things. So you guys ended up hosting nationals this year. It was at UBC at Thunderbird Stadium. Um, didn't go how you guys wanted to. Amazing game that um that first game against Carlton was. But just talk about having nationals at home and what it meant to play in front of your home fans. Well, it was huge. It was, yeah, obviously it didn't go... Um, as planned, it would have been a picture perfect if it did, but... um. It was a, no, it was a good game. Carlton's a good team, and uh, 
we both fought. I think it could have gone either way. No, definitely. Cavi uh, Batar, uh, he, he did really well. Yeah, he had a he had a fantastic tournament, one of the a, a great one. But it was that game even beforehand. We saw that matchup and we're like, wow. Uh, first of all, we couldn't believe where Carlton was seated to even have that first round matchup even happen because we thought they were a pretty quality team. But uh, when we saw that, we knew that was going to be the best one in. It was a crazy game from the bicycle kick to everything that went down. It was pretty spectacular. Yeah, so we'll get into now. Um, so after after the Nationals, there is the, the CPL U-Sport draft that took place, and you went sixth overall to Pacific. So how did that process go about? Did you – we know that the players had to enter their names um, to be considered draft eligible, um, but how did the whole process go down? Did you have any clue that you were going to Pacific, or was it really just like, let's see what happens on draft day? see what happens they said um like have your phone out from like nine to one and just like if you're gonna get a call you're gonna be going somewhere and uh i got a call from james merriman he was at the late caps before too so i i've known him for a little bit gotcha and yeah i picked up the phone so he told me i was going to pacific that's awesome that's awesome did you yeah. did you have any worry that you were gonna go somewhere else and have to leave the west coast um not really not really. <laughs> if it happened, it happened. If, uh, and it'd probably be a good experience anyway. So. Definitely. Definitely. So my, my next question is, so how the whole process works, I know you guys are invited to preseason and whatnot, but are your plans to return to UBC? How is the whole thing shaping out? Um, As of right now, I, yeah, I am planning to return to UBC. Okay. But um, I want to see how it goes first, like really. It's like the first, year this thing's in existence so there's probably a lot of things uh i don't know and everyone else doesn't know so it'd be nice to know uh how it like kind of goes in the first few months definitely definitely that's awesome so right now you're going to be able to play some i guess your summer slash spring soccer in the cpl and then head back to ubc um that's a crazy experience so what are your goals for next year for ubc oh to win it all that's that's always the goal but i think um I think we can and we should be able to. Nice. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. And um, so we're going to get into something called the FTF Drill Zone right now. Um, so I'm just going to ask you some questions. We do this on every podcast. I'm just going to ask you some, they're not yes or no questions, but kind of one word answer questions. And then we'll go back through all of them and then we'll see why you picked which one. All right. Sounds good. Perfect, perfect. So my first question for you is the best Canadian player you've ever played with or against? Alfonso Davies. Alfonso <laughs> Davies. Hey, that's a pretty good show. That's a pretty good show. So we'll go back into when you played with him and all that. So all right. number one fast food place. Um, A&W. A&W. Awesome. Adidas or Nike? Nike. Nike. Ronaldo or Messi? Messi. All right. Would you rather score one goal and have one assist or score two goals? Two goals. <laughs> two goals. Nice. Okay. So we'll go through them right now. But that was it. You survived. It wasn't too, too bad. Um, so best Canadian player you ever played with, Alfonso Davies. When did you guys play? I'm guessing you guys hooked up at Whitecaps too? Yeah. So, um, well, he first came in, I think, just before we joined Whitecaps too. 
And uh, I saw, oh, on trial, right? He yeah, yeah. On trial, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, who's this guy? He's from Alberta and stuff. And uh, <laughs> I never actually saw him play. But then I did, uh, I did get to play with him with um, WC2, and he was like, he's bringing guys, and he's only like 15 years old. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right there, you already knew he was gonna be something special. That's crazy. That's crazy. Was he? Was he a standout like he was? Not like obviously like the Byron stuff, and there's a lot of hoopla and all that, but. Playing with him before the hype and literally getting to see him train on day in and day in, day in and day out basis. How was that like? Like like you said, did you know it was gonna be like this or what did you? No, not at all. Not at all. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, he like he had everything there, like physically. He had everything there. Yeah. Uh, and he just kept on getting better and better and better. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty interesting to watch. <laughs> That's very cool. And where was he playing? What position on the field? Oh, he was playing where. So, okay. and then he was only with us for, like, a really short period of time because he went straight up to the first team. So, he was like, residency, USL, boom, first team. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Alrighty. So, number one fast food place, A&W. You know what? I love this because I'm an A&W fan, but I don't think they get enough credit. So, why is A&W your first choice? It's delicious. Uh, <laughs> There you it's go. better than all the other ones. What what type of burger are you getting from A&W? Um, the team burger. The team burger. That's my favorite. Nice, nice. Alrighty, and Adidas and Got Nike. Stuff on it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so Adidas and Nike. Um, went with Nikes. Uh, which um, what shoes do you wear during your games? I wear Tiempos. Like I've worn Tiempos for the past. Oof, I think since playing in Whitecaps. Okay. Since I was like, I don't know, for years now. Nice, nice. And I don't know how long. <laughs> gotcha. And um, yeah. And what other what other shoes have you? Do you recommend like walking around in regular day? Are you in Nikes or what kind of shoes are you wearing? Well, actually, we went down to the Adidas store in uh, Portland this year. Okay. So I, I got some Adidas shoes right now. I got some Ultra Boost. They're super comfy. Oh, nice, I'll, nice. I recommend them. <laughs> Ultra Boost are really nice. Definitely. Awesome, awesome. And then Ronaldo or Messi? Went with Messi. Um, sounds like your free kick technique is a little bit like Ronaldo, but I'm curious to see uh, curious to see why you why you chose Messi. Um, Just Messi's play style. He's like, he, he doesn't dive and stuff, and that's probably the biggest thing. Yeah. I really dislike the diving aspect of soccer because i think it ruins it and it gets like a bad name for it as well definitely definitely i I like that shout that's very good and um all right and then the last question one goal and one assist or two goals um you said the two goals so why two um two's better than one um um Obviously, you want to make like a big difference in a game every time you play, and I think the two goal, like either way, honestly, a one goal, one assist, and two goals is pretty, very, very close for me. If it was like a fantastic assist and a crappy goal, I'd probably take the one goal, one assist. But no, whatever um, helps the team win. Really. There you go. That's awesome. I love that answer. And um, so yeah, now my next question for you. So that was the drill zone completed, done, well done, Thomas. Thank you for joining on the on the drill zone. Um, so my next question for you is: In the next five years, where do you see yourself? I know this isn't like a job interview question, but soccer wise, life wise, where do you see where do you see soccer taking you, or do you feel, see yourself going in a different path? Um, I definitely haven't given up on soccer. Uh, my goal is to still play. 
professionally. Don't I don't know where that's going to be. Hopefully the uh, the CPL is like a stepping stone and it guides me somewhere. But definitely, I want to be playing soccer in the next five years. That's awesome. That's awesome. And um, the next question is where. If you just had to say one one thing about the game, like one thing that you really just because, like I said, we have a lot of young listeners. One thing about the game that you would tell someone or even your younger self um, to keep doing or just to to strive to do um, just a piece of advice. Uh, probably like express yourself and have fun with it. Doesn't really matter who's watching or who's telling you what to do. Like if you're not having fun with it you're probably not going to go anywhere. So enjoy it first and just, yeah, express yourself. Express yourself. Like, do what you can. You know, like, the best out of anyone, what you can do. And, yeah, just have fun with it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And um, so, yeah, we're actually just wrapping up now. So we is there anyone that you would like to shout out shout out anyone that you would like to thank right now um that has listened to this whole thing that would have been with you until the end been with us till the end that you want to give a quick shout out to i'm not really sure but uh, <laughs> shout out anyone, it's probably my dad he's the guy who got got me here so or got me playing soccer in the first place so that's awesome. That's awesome. So, Thomas, thank you for joining us. This is like, I guess, our half and half version of Amateur Spotlight slash Pro Focus because I know you're in, um, you're about to be a pro again, which is pretty cool. So, Thomas, thanks again just for joining us. It's been awesome and thank good luck much. the rest of the way. All right. Thanks for having me. No problem.